RadioInfluence.com. What's up, Live Bold and Boss Up? Welcome back to the podcast. Steph and I are here and we were chatting in the previous episode on what it's what it's like to know that you're ready for or it's time to look for another job because I don't I don't think a lot of people know when it's the right time or which reasons are actually valid. Right. What are good reasons and what are not good reasons to leave your job? Mm-hmm. So I think I think you know just diving right in a toxic environment would be like Probably number, number one, one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> jinx. Um, yeah, because you you cannot stay healthy in you know in your body, right? If you're in like a, this toxic environment that's treating mistreating you in some right. sort of way, whether you're manager, boss, executives are yelling, whether your opinion doesn't even matter. There's a lot of... Right. So what is a toxic environment? You just named a couple things. Mm -hmm. Um, If you don't feel respected, your opinion doesn't matter. Um, You you don't feel like you can be your best self. People are being bullied, maybe. I mean, bullied, gosh, that's such like a kid word, right? But... It happens. You, you could be, what is, what is the term um, when someone's saying something, but it's kind of like sarcastic or what's the word when they're being um, like talking down to you? Yes. There's like a word that I was looking for though, mm-hmm. um, where they're like, they sound like they're being nice, but condescending. Yeah. Condescending. And just yeah, like, and that's, that doesn't make you feel good. Right. Right. You should never treat like, you should never treat anyone like that. Right. Exactly. Um, so yeah, if you don't feel um, happy or you're, it's a toxic workplace, that's a good time to get out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that has to do with the culture. If the culture is not right, you don't feel um, like your opinions value. You don't feel respected. Those are all very valid reasons. Right. Um, but well, is there anything you can do about it? Yes. I mean, certainly if you're in a really bad situation like that, um, you could talk to HR. That would be where you would go first. And then depending on how those conversations go, you know, you might need to seek legal help if it's Mm -hmm. really that bad. If it's an employee that's kind of, you know, bullying you, then you could talk to your boss. Yeah, but they might be afraid of like retaliation. You don't know the relationship between that employee and your boss. Well, if and, you do, yeah. Right, right. Just depends on the situation, but there's definitely people you could talk to right. if that's going on. Yeah, I would I would recommend like if you are in that situation, which it would be terrible, um, first call us, we'll help you. And <laughs> you need to go to HR first and talk with them. And if you get a sense that maybe they're not in it to help as well, then maybe you need to seek other counsel. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's a severe, severe case. Right. I hope you guys aren't in that situation. That'd no. be terrible. No. What was your, what was your number two? I was that? going to say, if you're not passionate about what you do anymore, mm-hmm. if you don't 
feel that drive to come to work every day, if you don't love what you do, I believe that you should love what you do. Mm-hmm. You should be passionate about what you're doing. Um, it's going to make you want to come to work every day. And you don't want that feeling like whenever you wake up in the morning, like, oh, I have to do this again. That's just not a good feeling. You shouldn't be saying those words. We talked about those like vocabulary cues before too. Mm -hmm. So you want to always say, Oh, I get to do this. And you want to feel happy that you get to come into work. Right. And there's things that you can do about that too. If you're not feeling passionate about it, like what are the things you are passionate about? Like the coffee. (laughs) Uh, We've talked about this before, but you know, what are those things that you're not feeling passionate about? And is there anything that you can do about it before you get up and quit your job? Is there anything you can do? Right. You need to make sure that it's legit, right? I I feel like being not being able to be your authentic self is really important. That's a little deeper. I didn't realize that I was not being my authentic self in several companies that I was working at. Sometimes you like you were saying before, you know that something is off, you know that it's not right, you're not quite comfortable. That's kind of how I felt. And then I realized later on, oh, I had to be in this box, right? It's It was very corporate. It was very rules-driven. And you had to play by these, these crazy rules. And it didn't really allow for me to be creative. So I finally realized I wasn't being authentic. But that's like a little deeper one that I think is something that sometimes people can't put their finger on until you're out of the situation. Mm-hmm. Right. right. But something doesn't feel right. Mm. Um, also another good reason that you should, you know, consider leaving your job or maybe doing something about your current role is, is personal growth. You feel like you've hit your ceiling. You, you are, you know, yearning more. You want something bigger or whether it's, um, you know, what's the next step? Do you want to manage people? You know, what is that, that you're really eager for Mm -hmm. that you're not getting in your current situation, personal growth? Right. I mean, I think, you know, probably a lot of people feel that way too. And I would make sure that the opportunity to grow isn't there. Um, yeah, because it could be there in your current company and you just haven't explored those opportunities yet or you need to talk to your manager about those or HR. Um, you know, we had actually in our company recently someone who had been in a role for years and she just wasn't feeling excited about it anymore. So we found something else within our company that now she's super excited about, which is totally different than what she was doing. But now it gives her that, you know, reason to wake up in the morning and something to be excited about. So it could be something totally different than you're doing now. Right. That's a good point. Yeah. I think another, um, idea or, you know, red flag to, to know that it's time to find another job would be being underappreciated or not appreciated at all. Right. And I I guess what I mean by that is like not being um, kind of even just mentioned or patted on the back for a great job well done. Maybe you're being passed up for job promotion after job promotion too. Mm -hmm. That's kind of another red flag. Maybe you feel underpaid, Mm -hmm. which all 
you know, has to do with that, which that could be possibly resolved with a conversation or a meeting with your boss. It could be, yeah. Maybe not, but maybe. I was thinking if you do feel like you're underpaid and you might feel different uh, from me, uh, but I was thinking if you feel super underpaid, you maybe have that conversation with your boss. Maybe you check salary.com, which is kind of not super accurate, right? Um, interviewing for other jobs. You're not accepting or putting in your resignation, but right. then you'll know what you're worth. Right. But, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I recommend that unless you're serious about leaving. Don't do it like for leverage for your current job. This goes back to the, yeah, this goes back to the resignations conversation. Right. <clears throat> but then you'll know if you're getting, if you are underpaid Right. If you're interviewing, you're getting interviews and or offers for a certain salary that's higher than yours. Right. Just talk it through with me. I would talk to your boss first if there's an opportunity for a raise. Has it right. been a while? <clears throat> Do you feel underpaid um, for what you're doing? Right. If there's no opportunity for a raise or, or more money there, then maybe. Then. But money shouldn't. I take that back. It depends on what's important. Everyone's different. Um, yeah, it, I would have that conversation first mm -hmm. if that's the only Hands thing. down. I yeah. agree with you. I agree with you. You have to have the, the conversation with the manager. If you're feeling underpaid, have that conversation. You know, see what they say. See if there's other opportunities to look into or job enrichment. Right. Um, and then if you're like, if you still have this hunch or whatever and money and money is important to you. Right. Um, then you, you could possibly mm -hmm. interview for other roles, but then it goes into a really, you're getting yourself into a sticky situation where you could start burning bridges right. if you're not truly ready to move on. <clears throat> right. That's right. And that goes back to listen to the previous podcast on resigning and counter offers. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> we go a lot more in depth on yeah. that there. Um, what are not good reasons for leaving your job? I think there's a ton. There's a lot. <laughs> the shiny object syndrome. Like if you are happy in your role and you are crushing it, like absolutely like you're the number one biller, you're crushing it. Um, but you feel like, oh, like here's this shiny object over here. I could be crushing it over there too. I feel like that's not really a great reason because if if you're the number one biller in your current company it's a red flag like to other employers or other companies like then why did you leave mm -hmm. I would say I've been hearing a lot lately from like in that kind of situation if you're like the number one that they're bored that yeah. would not be a good reason to leave well unless I feel like there's so many considerations that oh you need to gosh. take. We are like totally opposite sides <laughs> of the spectrum today. I kind of like it. I'm like, why? Tell me more. Because if you're bored, is that what you said? If yeah, you're bored, yeah. ask your boss, is there something else I can do? Like, I want to take on more. I want to manage. Can I take on more clients? Go out and bring in some more clients. Like you can be doing more in your current job. Right. Yeah, I guess so. Like if you're bored, maybe that equates to you have extra time on your hands. Mm -hmm. I mean, nowadays, I mean, I don't know. 
Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a good point. I feel like there has to be multiple, multiple little boxes checked. Uh-huh. You should make a checklist if you are thinking about quitting your job. Hands down. It's, it's just like, uh, you know, dating. Like you just wouldn't just date someone just because they're the next. Just because they're good looking. They also have to have right. the personality and the, they have to be the total package. Right. It's just like a job. Just like a career. <laughs> we're, we're now comparing, which I think it's actually... I think it's pretty similar. similar. I feel like we're matchmakers. We know? are matchmakers. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, you know, it's funny. During my um, research for this in, in when's the right time to quit your job, one of the things that I found was that people were dreaming about quitting their job, whether it's daydreaming or actual dream, dreaming. And I was like, what? You're dreaming about quitting your job. If you're dreaming about that, I think you should probably just go. Like, how is that filling your mind so much? Mm -hmm. Like, what part are you dreaming about? Are you dreaming about the actual quitting? Are you dreaming about, like, the next opportunity? Are you dreaming about... What are you fantasizing Mm -hmm. about that's making you want to quit? What part of that quitting process are you dreaming about? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I can't believe I read that. I was like, really? I don't think I've ever had that dream. I, I know. Me neither. No. Is there anything that we missed? I'm sure. There's a ton of reasons, There's right? A lot but of those stuff. are kind of, I think, our top reasons that we've, that we've seen um, that are definitely hands down get, get out of. And then some of the other ones where it's, you know, you have to see the kind of, opposite side of the spectrum where maybe you shouldn't quit right away. And, you know, you should always do a list of reasons why you don't like the job reasons. What, what do you want to do next? Right, write A list down or at least have that conversation with yourself on what it is that you're looking for, because you don't want to go into interviewing with other companies and not truly knowing what's your reason why or motivation for leaving and looking for another job because you're just going to find yourself unhappy again. Right. You don't want to be that person who's had five jobs in four years. That doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. Don't leave just to leave. Don't quit just because you want the next shiny object or the next opportunity just because it has to be the right reason put in some longevity at your current role if you can stick it out or if it's really a toxic environment or it's really not the right fit for you then find that right fit and and put in some time there Mm -hmm. yeah otherwise it doesn't look good on your resume and you're not going to find that you know dream opportunity down the road and i think if any of you guys are in this kind of situation where you are thinking, Hey, is it the right time for me to leave? And you're not sure. Maybe we didn't cover what you're going through. Email us, um, live bold and boss up at gmail.com. Um, and, and we can connect you with a recruiter and talk about it and see, is it the right time? Right. Actually, that's a good point that I was thinking about is, you can talk to someone about it. I mean, we're kind of like counselors in a way. Mm-hmm. We can t- talk these things th- things through with you. Um, we do it every day. Like, what is your real motivation? Like, what are you passionate about? Maybe you're in the wrong career. Maybe uh, you should find something in this industry. So yeah. we're kind of like counselors in we a way. Are. I know, yeah. So let us know. <laughs> 
Well, thanks guys. This was so much fun. I love this conversation. I hope it helped you guys. And until next time, live bold and boss up. This is the Crush Report with Jeff Crushell. We spoke with Dr. Duran Nadu, founding member at HealthPoint Medical, about some of the things we need to keep in mind if we're training or competing when the temperatures are soaring. If you're starting your new sport in August and it's hot outside, you can look at gradually doing practice times where maybe you start at 30 minutes and maybe by the end of the week you're up to over an hour and also graduate the intensity people are doing. In organized sport, we will do daily weights of people. Before and after your run, do your weight. For every pound you lose, you should have a 500 ml bottle of water. Access to shade. If you're a coach, you really need to have areas that are shaded. You need to stop for frequent hydration. And the other thing to have in really hot days is to bring out a cooler with ice packs or an ice tub in case someone starts to feel a little bit unwell. And finally, you know, this might be the most obvious. Try not to train during the peak hours of the day and really the peak hours of sunlight. And if you play sport that has heavy equipment or gear, such as maybe football, you could have some practices where they're allowed to take off that gear and take off their helmet. So that's kind of a a bit of an approach of of the emergent stuff and how to prevent it as a a coach or parent as you go into sport. Crush Performance with Jeff Cruschel can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.